0: So we've seen that with some of our endings, we have four possible options. Im-um, and then the I without the dot, um, and the U with the two dots, um, sin, and sun, and then sun and sun. We also have two-way harmony in Turkish, where we only have to choose between two possible vowel options, an a and an e. In fact, we know this already, we've already seen this already, no? When we choose between Mac and Mech, we are choosing between two-way harmony. With this, we get the panorama of vowel harmony. A goes with other As, and vowels that don't have dots on them. This means O, U, and the I without the dot, the U. This is what we can call the A group, the A vowels. Then e or e, like in mech goes with vowels that have dots. So this is e, no, the i with the dot, e, u, the o with the two dots, like in bird. And then the u with the two dots, u, u, that we produce putting our lips in the u position and then trying to produce an e. Or like the sounding cute, roughly. So, we saw that we had the verb to know. What was the verb to know? Bilmek. Bilmek. So, I got you to practice what sounds closer, now what feels closer, to understand the why behind vowel harmony, the practical reasons behind vowel harmony. But now we can understand as well consciously the rules. Now, Bil is an I with a dot. And we know that the dotted vowels go with E. This is the E group. Bilmek. What was to go? Gitmek. Gitmek. So again, dotted vowel with e. What was to eat? Yemek. Yemek. And of course, e will go with e. E will go with e. To see? Go... Now, No? So you have the o with the dots. So this is a really easy way to think about it. The e-group are the dotted vowels. Then we had the undotted vowels, which we will call the A group, that they go with A in our two way harmony. So, to read, what was to read? Okumak. Okumak. No? What was to take or to buy? Almak. Almak. And of course, A pairs with A. And to do or to make? Yapmak. Yapmak. Good. Again, we have A pairing with A. So, you can actually use verbs to remind yourself of these two groups. Every time you come across a new verb, you will see that it ends in mechomack. And you will check the vowel before just to remind yourself Oh, what is the E group and what is the A group. You do that a few times and you will know it perfectly. So we have the E group are dotted vowels and the A group are the non-dotted vowels. And every time you come across a verb, if you feel like you need a reminding of that, you can just look at the verb that comes before that mech or mac. When you engage in active listening and, and reading, and just general active thinking, memory is no longer your concern. Everything you need is there floating around in the language that you expose yourself to. As long as you're thinking about it, you can feed that back in, you now to clear up any doubts you have or to remind yourself of anything that you felt like you may have forgotten. So. It's really important that we understand that memory is not our worry. Anything you might forget, you can find again in the language that you are exposing yourself to. We've also seen another example of two-way harmony already. What was the word for why? Literally, from what? Nadan. So here we have E and E together. Den is the ending for from. So if we have den, what else do you think we might have for from? Um, Yeah, correct. So basically, in Turkish, whenever you come across an ending for a word, you know that the ending that you find, the specific ending that you come across in the language, if it ends in an E or an A, it's two-way harmony. Those are your options, E or A. You just need to think about whether the vowel before belongs to the E group, the dotted group, or the A group, the dotless group. If the ending you find ends in an I, with or without a dot, if it ends in a U with or without the dot, then it's four-way harmony. And you have four options. You might come across any one of those versions when you come across a new ending and you learn it in context, no? So it's important that you know whether it's four-way harmony or two-way harmony when you come across it. So imagine you come across den, like in neden, and you understand, OK, that's an E, so this is two-way harmony. The word for car in Turkish is araba. Araba. Good. A-R-A-B-A. This is car or the car. We don't have a specific word for the in Turkish. So, araba can be car or the car. If you want to say it from the car, how would it be? Arabad Good. And the ending would take the accent. Actually, most endings take the accent. We saw that the to be ending didn't. No? Boşum. Yeah. Boşum. But, neden? It takes the accent. Arabadan. 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 So understanding vowels in Turkish as two separate groups, as the E group and the A group, the E going with dotted and the A going with dotless, is all you need for two-way vowel harmony. When you have four-way harmony, well, then you have two dotted options and two dotless options, no? And we've seen already that the O and the U are closer together. So if you have an O with dots, it's going to go with a U with dots. If you have an O without dots, it's going to go with a U without dots. So that's vowel harmony. That's a panorama of vowel harmony. What we did here is put it in a more vertical order to allow us to review the panorama. But it's very important to understand that we were already using it and experiencing it. Usually, the way you are expected to learn information from the outset is in this vertical order, presenting it all together. For me, this is a useful way to review information, but not to learn it. Now, before we finish our discussion about vowel harmony, there's definitely one more detail I should mention, just because of its potential to make you think that you didn't learn anything. <laughs> in most Turkish dialects, you might notice that the E, in some circumstances, is a little more open and can sound more like an A. For example, instead of NEDEN, you will probably hear Nadan. This is not NEDAN, this is not an A, this is just an open E. We're not worrying about this here, as it depends on what dialect or accent of Turkish you will expose yourself to and learn, and should be something you pick up in a live context. I'm only mentioning it so that you don't panic thinking that this is an A and that you didn't understand vowel harmony. To explain this pronunciation phenomenon in more detail, in the syllables EL, EM, EN and ER, the E tends to sound a little more open. This is why you might hear Nadan because we have EN, and that might confuse you, depending on whether when you hear that, you register it as an E or an A. It's definitely an E, it's just a more open E in most dialects. It's not hard to remember, because you have ELEMEN, which is LMN, they all come together in the alphabet, no? L M N E L E M E N, and then ER, and R and L are kind of like the same letter. L, R, L, R. They're very close. In Japanese, for example, they're the same letter. So the syllables EL, EM, EN, ER will give you a more open E. But this has nothing to do with vowel harmony. It's just accent. If you are particularly worried about this and are really striving for that perfect accent, pay attention to where syllables actually occur. So whilst in the word Ben we have the syllable EN, in BENI, we don't have it anymore. The syllables are BE and NI. Like I said, it's not something we're going to worry about during this course, something I just wanted to mention in case you hear it and think that you misunderstood vowel harmony. You didn't. It's just this.